It's time for you to look inward and begin asking yourself the big questions. Who are you? And what do you want? The greatest illusion of this world is the illusion of separation. You can't wait around for someone to help you. You have to help yourself. Hello, my name is Matthew Diaz. I've learned from some of the best and brightest people to learn from about how to improve your health and life naturally, holistically, and realistically. And with this show, I'm empowering you to improve your health and life as well as those around you. So today's episode is going to be a f- the first in a five-part series about how um, we get diagnosed with disease. So specific language about this episode that you should pay attention to if you want to get the most out of it. Uh, feel free to re-listen to this. But today, <clears throat> we're going to go over the test that you take that led to you getting diagnosed with whatever you are diagnosed with. I specialize in thyroid issues as well as autoimmune-based issues, symptoms. Um, I do not treat, cure, or diagnose disease. Uh, But what I do teach on is the very, very fundamental, very important topics that led that really leads anyone to reclaim their health and their life and their vitality, and that includes um, uh, reducing or potentially reducing a lot of symptoms. So a lot of legality to this. Uh, when I mentioned disease, this is the, the realm of mainstream medicine. And, um, and I, as a health coach have to play by the rules. And so I will say a lot of things, uh, slightly different than what you're used to hearing. But, um, but yeah, let's talk about, let's get into the test that led for you to get diagnosed with a disease. So first off, if you don't know my story or you're a longtime listener, uh, I'm going to go over my story just for a second. So I was, uh, I had autoimmune based symptoms, arthritis specifically. So that's joint issues from a very young age, around eight years old. And I was never diagnosed until I was in my later twenties. So why was that? Uh, we're going to answer that question. Uh, why were you potentially diagnosed, you know, close to your 30s? Or maybe why did you have so many symptoms of not just not being the healthy, vibrant person that you know you deep down know that you could be, uh, or that maybe other people in your family were achieving that level of health, but for some reason you weren't? Um, a lot of stories about why that is, but we're going to get down to the realistic facts. uh, And that is, no, it's not age. No, it's not genetics. And yes, if your doctor told you that, they are misinformed and they are not educated on the topics of health in general. So they're more educated in the topic of prescribing pills, uh, pharmaceuticals for specific suppressing specific symptoms. Uh, And this is the big divide between health coaching uh, or functional medicine or uh, naturopathic medicine, all these other types of medicine and ways of helping you achieve health and vitality uh, as is indifference or opposed to the conventional mainstream model of healthcare, which is a pill per symptom. Uh, We all know if you're watching this episode, we all know that this basically leads to more pills. Uh, this leads to more symptoms and 
um, that's chances are that's not what you want. Uh, it's not what I wanted when I was diagnosed with arthritis uh, and when I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism. So um, so yeah, so let's get into that. What are the tests that you run on you know uh, before you were diagnosed with something? The tests you ran before you were diagnosed with something weren't giving it wasn't giving your doctor a heads up about things you could change or look into before you uh, b before like a, a certain metric on that test that fateful day where you were diagnosed when you were diagnosed um, that they didn't have a, a specific metric that actually gave you a heads up it wasn't really a preventative test it was basically to see if you needed a pill uh, and that's the the very simplified version of that um, but as you learn more as we go on through this episode or series, um, you're going to know that's that's the truth. That's basically what it is. It's not um, giving you the information you need to know in order to make those changes before you have some serious issues um, like I did. And sometimes it hits you when you're really young, uh, and that's not because it's a you know a, a curse, a genetic curse. You were cursed with uh, inferior genetics, and that led to your um, disease. Like I had arthritis-based issue. Basically, my um, cartilage in both my knees were were basically eaten um, before I was you know ten. So it was like really, it's really crunchy. It still is crunchy right now, um, but I don't have any of the pain or or, and I've stopped the progression of that basically by doing what I'm going to be talking to you about uh, through the, throughout the show and throughout the series. So um, so what is what does your annual blood work actually look at? That's a good question. Do you know how to read your annual blood work? How, um, how does your test results compare year after year? If you can't really answer this question, then you're like most people, but you have to face the reality of, of that, what that means. And what that means is that you are actually leaving all of your, uh, all of your knowledge, your trust, your authority to whatever the interpretation of your doctor's interpretation of the test. So, uh, whatever that person has, um, is your is your yearly annual blood work trending towards a disease? I don't know. Uh, if like you're most people, um, you don't know as well. Uh, you, you don't. You just get told your everything's normal uh, until everything's not normal, and you're diagnosed with something. Uh, then you're left to wonder why did that happen? Well, you know what's going on. Um, so I was like I said, I was diagnosed with arthritis and hypothyroidism. Um, and I asked that question to, uh, my doctor and she said, well, it just, these things kind of happen. Uh, and, uh, and as we get older or something, that's the typical excuse. Um, it's not actually scientifically based. Uh, it's been many, many times disproven, but unfortunately, like, like I said, it's not their fault. That's not what they're trained in. Um, I know they have a white coat and they're very impressive sounding to be able to do what they do. Um, but they don't know everything. So that's the, they're, they're human beings and they don't know everything. Uh, so, uh, let's treat them like human beings and let's treat ourselves like we have the power over our own lives and we have the ability to change our own lives and responsibility to do so. <clears throat> let's, let's treat ourselves, everyone like adults and, and 
uh, and as human beings, you know, not capable of everything, but capable of a lot of great things. So anyway, so the system is basically um, you go into the annual, uh, you, you go into for your annual checkup or whatever checkups you're doing, and then the doctor runs some tests that they don't really inform you much about um, because, you know, time reasons, insurance reasons, they, they need to go through a lot of different uh, appointments that day and they're not going to educate you, unfortunately. Uh, so this leads to a system of blind trust. Uh, doesn't sound very good, does it? Uh, definitely one big reason why you were uh, faced with a random, seemingly random disease. It, it's because the tests weren't actually looking for something uh, for use. Let's face it, it, it wasn't use, uh, looking for useful information with something that you can you, you do to prevent it from uh, progressing towards a particular disease. So <clears throat> does that include cancer? Um, unfortunately, yes, that includes cancer. So there are many things that you could look for. There are many different tests that you could look for to at, at least, at the very least, and, and this is in terms of functional medicine, something I'm more educated on. Um, in terms of functional medicine, there are some cofactors that you can remove, that you can test for and rebalance before um, you you get cancer, or even when you have cancer, um, that could lead to a statistically lower probability of uh, having worse symptoms or a worse time with cancer. That's just, um, that's not treating, that's not curing uh, what I say, but um, it is helpful if you remove some of these issues. I mean, let's take one thing, for example, because cancer is a big, a big issue. Uh, grows every year. I mean, all these diseases, every disease that you can think of uh, is chronic, most likely, um, can, and there are hundreds of those diseases, uh, grows year after year. So either you think that we're doing everything correctly and our genetics are to blame, inferior genetics, you know, poor human race, or you think that there's actually some reasons behind it and that the, we've already identified these reasons, but for whatever purposes that I'm not going to get into today, um, the the current mainstream system of health isn't actually addressing those. Um, yeah, so not getting into it today and this part. So uh, what else do we have in my show notes? Um, so like I said, arthritis symptoms, my cartilage was eaten uh, up, my knee cartilage was eaten up for, at a very young age. Why wasn't I diagnosed then? Because the test that they ran didn't have, didn't fall within a pre-specified um, limit or range and to lead them to conclude that I had a specific named disease. So let me break that down a little bit. So that means that when they run these tests are scores, basically, if it has a certain uh, score on different metrics, on different data points, um, then they can say, oh, th that actually falls within the range for so-and-so disease. Um, and so they would be able to slap a diagnosis on you, and they'd be able to prescribe a specific pre-arranged protocol because they they're legally required to have a pre-to to follow protocol. They're legally required to do that. 
whether they're, so they're legally required to treat you as the symptoms and not you as an individual um, for good for good and for worse um, typically for worse because as as we've as I've just previously noted uh, disease rises year after year month after month it just keeps climbing it's almost like we're doing something wrong here when it comes to mainstream medicine um, and I'm not going to get into that today, but uh, my feelings on, on my feelings and the science uh, <laughs> points to that uh, not doing things correctly. So the importance of a specific diagnosis is really all not that important. Um, so this means that when it came to my hypothyroidism, my doctor wasn't actually trained to know how the thyroid works from a fundamental perspective. What were the what was the fuel that could be potentially missing for that organ for the thyroid for the gland, uh, for that gland to function? So for for it to not function as well. Um, the doctor didn't know that because they are not trained on nutrition and nutrition is actually how the body functions It's not just about calories protein and um, Water, you know, it's not just about that. It's actually about the micronutrients that these little these little minerals these little acids and vitamins um, are used as fuel for various bodily functions and when we don't have that fuel, then it can be reasonable to assume that your thyroid would stop functioning as well as it could. It would start to slow down because it doesn't have the fuel to do it. So like if your car ran out of gas, it would slow down before it just basically stopped. It would use the little bit of resources or fuel that it had before it just clunked out and uh, and yeah. Um, and you would also have gotten an indicator before you ran out of gas because there's a little gauge. There's a little gauge, a fuel gauge, right, uh, that lets you know how much gas you have. And if, you, if you're ignoring it, let's say uh, mainstream medicine basically puts a tape over that. They, when you do your annual blood work, they're not looking at specific things. So again, just for simplicity's sake, let's go for uh, the thyroid. Um, and I say simple, yet people like me have issues for years because we don't know. But it's very simple to, to address. So um, not cure, diagnose, or treat. Anyway, so let's say they don't look at uh, vitamin D3 for how the thyroid, um, the, the resource, the fuel that the thyroid needs to function. They don't look at iron. They don't look at uh, selenium and, um, and, and zinc. And zinc. Okay, so those are the, the four main minerals. I actually have a previous episode of that. So off the top of my head, that episode will be um, in my previous uh, list of episodes, so feel free to look at the four main minerals the thyroid needs to function, and then there's also uh, specific vitamins that also help the thyroid function. Um, detox, so as the thyroid functions, it's going to have waste, so it's going to build up waste, and it, and our body needs to clean and get rid of that waste in order to not have more issues. So anyway, so. Uh, I actually recently went through my spring cleaning, basically. I, I cleaned a whole bunch of uh, stuff in my house, uh, along with my wife, of course. And um, I found my old 
annual blood work test and is very interesting. I do, I still don't know how to read it. I, I work with functional medicine tests. I don't work with, um, the tests that doctors, uh, mainstream doctors do, uh, the, uh, pharmaceutical doctors, um, do for you when you go to your mainstream doctor. Um, I work with functional medicine tests and it's, and I also educate the client, the, my client on how to read it. That's, that's how it's done. Uh, it's a new industry standard. I, if only, uh, we'd adopted that standard throughout the whole, uh, healthcare and health coaching, then we would be in much better shape. But anyway, I still don't know how to read that test, but all I could see that they had on that test was basically TSH and um, T4 and T3, which is not bad, but it was also missing other key factors for letting you know that your thyroid could be missing some resources or fuel in order to function. And that was missing, and they could have ran it. They could have ran vitamin D. Um, they could have ran iron um, and... Uh, yeah, and that's it basically because they, uh, they typically just do blood work or for the most part they do blood work um, and that's pretty standard and blood work isn't the best for testing everything. There are multiple different tests that, uh, that will be able to highlight some very important uh, cofactors for disease or but it's before disease so that's that's the nice thing is that you can be a health coach and help someone be healthy and that will lessen their chance of getting disease. It's really about prevention. It's really about living a really healthy life. And as you live a really healthy life and learn what that is, uh, you reduce your chance of disease naturally. Um, and you can reduce all, all causes of mortality. That was my New York accent about to break out. Um, but anyway, by like 90%, like if you do like one, one thing, which is just having your omega-3, um, your specific fatty acids, EPA, uh, DHA, DHA uh, at a certain range, that will reduce your um, heart attack, your likelihood for a heart attack by like 90%, something crazy. And that's only one thing. Um, and yeah, so I hope this episode was clarifying for you and helpful for you. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at matthew at rootlvlwellness.com. Um, feel free to check out the show notes down below. There are courses, there are free assessments, there are um, many opportunities for you to empower yourself and take your health into your own hands. If you would like to be a, a private wellness client, this is a different terminology, wellness client, not a patient. I do not cure, treat, or diagnose disease, but I help people, I empower people to understand how to make themselves healthy. And then that person uh, uses their own two feet, their own two hands to really empower themselves and take that action that leads to that those incredible results. Um, I don't think I said that in this episode, but I don't have thyroid issues anymore. Did I cure my thyroid? No. Uh, but if I keep doing what I'm doing, then I won't be surprised by a slow thyroid. Uh, Any time in my life, I'm absolutely 100% guaranteed. Uh, I am 100% confident in that. Uh, as long as I keep doing the actions that I know supports my body, that I will have virtually uh, no surprises. There still could be surprises, uh, but you know I've reduced that. I don't have arthritis sim symptoms after 20 years of, of uh, having that issue, and that's simply because I, I know what's gonna what triggers that for me, um, which is a different episode. 
I know what that triggers that for me. Someone else is going to have to learn what triggers those specific symptoms, whether it's thyroid, um, arthritis, um, other blood sugar issues, who knows, hormone issues. I even had hormone issues as well. Um, what led to that? And then you just reverse engineer it and you, you go get back into that natural lifestyle and reasonably assumed that you will not have those issues as long as you do what you know you need to do for yourself um, in terms of your health and your and your life. So anyway, uh, that's it for this episode. Again, feel free to use the links down below. They are affiliate links, uh, so that supports the show. Uh, so if you want to get any Equal Life products, those are the products and protocols that I used and I use with my clients um, in order to help them rebalance specific systems in the body. So um, hormones, uh, minerals, uh, and so forth. So um, yeah, so take care and I'll see you on the next episode of the Panacea Concept. Bye.